next to my bathroom in my basement. This is my worst holiday. My worst holiday. Phantom, chopper cover shrooms, party corps, so is deep with a gerbil bereavement. One, two, three, psychiatrist, ketamine, anyone? I've never pooped in an encyclopedia. Dad, 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 can we get a little kitty with a gay, 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 gay wrestling promoter? We rub this clip with our extra life bone. This is my worst holiday. My worst. This is And today's episode is brought to you by us. That's right, you fuckers. It's just us. We're not propping anybody else anymore. Just send us money. We don't give a rat's ass who... Try, we, we can't get money from anybody else, so fuck them. Okay? Not Amazon. No, well, yeah, fuck them. So um, just send money to MyWorstHoliday at Patreon.com, and that's going to help us out. Anybody that you like that's in in the podcast world, if you like them, send them a dollar. It's the cheapest entertainment that you can ever get. And with that being said, from a room next to my bathroom in my basement, this is My Worst Holiday, a podcast about your worst wedding, your worst funeral, party, bachelor, bachelor, bachelor party, or whatever. It's funny after the fact, we want to hear it. And today, we have several special guests. We have Lene and Michael Demetrius from the Zoo Crew 2 TV show that's coming out. And we also have from the Warriors, can you dig it? Dorsey Wright, everybody <laughs> say hello. Hey. Hello, Hey, I haven't heard What's that up? intro in months. It's great. Oh. <laughs> he, got a little, he got a little winded in a there. Little bit. A little bit hey, winded. What does an aneurysm feel like? <laughs> <laughs> Love the energy. Thank you. All right. Like, All right. Hey, man. Uh, uh, Lene, uh, Michael, tell us about the show first, and then uh, uh, Dorsey, we'll get to you in just a second. But you guys uh, kick it off. Uh, tell us about the show. So, Zuku 2 is a TV show that's in pre-production right now. Uh, my father and I wrote it together and obviously created it together. Uh, and it's actually based on his life back in the late 1970s. Uh, he was a gang leader back in <laughs> the late 1970s. But it's actually a funny, funnier story than just uh, it being a, a gang story. He actually was a child actor, a big like Broadway uh, song and dance man, <laughs> and uh, watched the Warriors and said, oh crap, I think I like this uh, street life a little bit more than uh, the glitz and glamour of Broadway life. <laughs> so, so you based it, and, no wait, so you based it off the Warriors, uh, not off, uh, 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 what's the South, uh, what the hell's the name of it? God damn it. I lost the joke. Yeah. Uh, I feel pretty. West, West, Side so West Side Story. God damn it, there it is. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, West Side Story's got nothing on the Warriors. No, no, no. You want to fight? <laughs> Let's fight. Yeah. Yeah, and I did a Boy Scout commercial, which we did. Is West that right? When store, you're yeah. a jet, you're a jet all the way from your first cigarette to your last dying now, day. Now. I just watched reruns of SNL and I watched the worst season that had Robert Downey Jr. on there. And that's that oh, was I, one of the skits. Robert Downey Jr. gets up, he starts singing, and they're like, what the hell what are, are you, you doing? doing? <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, anyway, well, Michael, you based it off of uh, The Warriors, not West Side Story. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Right. Well, basically... I was uh, just coming off of Broadway. Uh, in 78, I did a Broadway show called Runaways. Uh, oh. We were nominated for five Tonys. I was performed on the Tony Awards. Meanwhile, Dorsey and the rest of the guys were filming uh, The Warriors. So um, um, after my run on Broadway, I was getting older. I had been a child actor since I was three. So now I'm turning 16 and I'm saying, man, I'm not, you know, I, the guys that I was with in Runaways, some of them, some of them, and Dorsey's friends with a couple of them, which is a, a small, small world. Um, you know, some of them were real, like, what was that? Sorry. Oh, Sorry, I thought, small world. <laughs> but, um, 
so those guys like were tough, man. And it was like, yeah. man, I was like just a, a kid that was represented from, you know, an agent, an agent kid. <laughs> These guys and, were tough. Uh, I was in theater. Yeah, and some of the guys in Runaways were really tough because they were really they were from real Runaways. Oh, really? Real Runaways were really from the streets. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It was very, when they went to Broadway, because it was an off-Broadway show, they, they added uh, more characters to have glue because it was a bigger stage and they needed professional kids. So I was one of them. Okay. And so now I'm coming from, you know, like from doing song and dance, song and dance stuff to these guys. <laughs> right. And then I'm hanging out on 42nd street with the pimps and all that, doing, <laughs> you know, in between matinee and, 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 and the, the, evening, the show. evening shows. So, I was getting a taste for it, and then and then I. I, I just picture a little, like a young guy just like running down the walking down the street, snapping his fingers. Yeah. <laughs> just hip. imagine that. Of yeah, I'm hip. That's right. I'm picturing Richard Pryor and yeah. Gene Hack or Gene uh, Wilder walking into the jail cell. Uh, That's bad. right. Yeah. We bad. Yeah. We bad. I need a dime bag. Dime bag. I got dime bags. <laughs> All right, Dorsey. Dorsey, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Shoot, what don't people know? My entire life is all over the internet. Um, <laughs> shoot, my birthday is wrong. Uh, place where I was yeah. born is wrong. <laughs> people send me uh, Facebook messages saying happy birthday. I don't even know what the hell to talk about. Anyway, okay. Oh, Short and sweet. I was born in uh, I was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, Hutchinson Street and uh, Philadelphia General Hospital, right next to the old County Mac Stadium. Damn, is he old? <laughs> Anybody Philly, rest in peace, Mac Jeff LeBar. Philly, yes. where they where they throw batteries <laughs> at you for winning? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Gotta love um, Philly. Moved to New York. Moved to New York with my mother. Um, You're living in the Bronx. And, yeah, I was living in the Bronx. Uh, since I've been in New York, I've been in the Bronx. I, don't like anywhere else. It's, it's the Bronx for me. So I went to deal with Clinton High School. Um, I wasn't popular. Rough school. Yeah, rough school, especially back in the 70s, 70 to 74, when everybody was walking around with gang jackets on. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, I eventually graduated, don't know how, even though I had to go to summer school for gym. What? Yes. Yes. Like, you you, you flunked like fucking gym? The one class yes. I can pass? You're the one who... Flunked it? But, but, oh, let's get this straight, my man. I don't like to sweat. All right. <laughs> He's a warrior. That was not going to happen. <laughs> I wasn't then. I'm not going to sweat. <laughs> they, sent me, they sent me to Gompers. What's uh, your for summer What's your goal in life? Not to perspire. <laughs> not to sweat. There you go. <laughs> so I, I hooked up with this theater company called Theater for the Forgotten. Uh, my last year when I graduated high school, Beverly Rich and Akila Columbus. And we were doing plays in prisons. Um, oh, God. I, yeah, I basically hooked up, I hooked up with them because I followed a girl into the church on Fairmont. I wasn't interested in acting. I was interested in meeting this girl. Right. <laughs> Beverly, Rich, Beverly Rich told me, if you're going to be in here, you have to act. So I was the curtain guy, you know, open and close the curtain. Wait. But I goofed around <laughs> with the uh, I get to be with, Can I get yeah. to be with her? I'll act my ass off. Yeah, we, we, we used to lip sync the main guy. You know, and then one day he quit. So she knew that me and it was Duke used to lip sync this guy. So she told me, hey, well, you're going to do the play next week. And hey, it took off from there. Then we all went down to, well, I went to uh, audition for the Broadway play Hair. Uh, I also went awesome. down Awesome, that's Runaways. right. You were in Hair. Yeah. Good, but I had a fantastic. I, I had a job conflict, so I couldn't do Runaways. But all my friends were doing it. Uh, Tony Butler. Duke. Uh, Brown, Duke, <laughs> Leonard Brown, yeah, Duke, <laughs> and Vanestra Robinson, who I haven't seen. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know Vanestra uh, was friends with you. That's, yeah, that's she, fun. She was, in, she was in Theater for the Forgotten. Wow. Um, so after that, you know, um, me and my friends were all doing either Broadway or films, and it was like real weird. You know, we had to stick together because, you know, everybody looked at us as they got money. <laughs> so if you won't rob anybody, you won't rob them. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> uh, it, it, it was cool. And, and and that's how I met Lene and her father, uh, through uh, Duke and Tony Butler. Fantastic. And Fantastic. Me, me and Tony and Duke are like brothers. And if they tell me, hey, 
these people are genuine. Yo, give them some help. No problem. I, I don't have no problem with it. And I've been dealing with them ever since. Yeah, awesome. I, I don't know why Cheryl told us that we were genuine, but fuck, they did. So, all right, here you are. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's great. It, it, it's amazing how, uh, you know, one uh, connection leads to the next and then right. the web kind of grows and grows. Like I would have never um, would have never met you guys had it not been for Cheryl and I wouldn't have met Cheryl had it not been for the wise guys. Right. Or I wouldn't have met not been for Gary, who's a, a, a big uh, warriors kind of promoter um, and so on and so forth. It's just like networking inception i wouldn't know i wouldn't know any of you guys if it wasn't for one guy that i don't even associate myself with who introduced me to (laughs) stacy toy and stacy toy introduced me to cheryl as Uh well as uh marilyn uh gigliani from clerks and ernie o'donnell from clerks who i interviewed a couple weeks ago Uh, that was fucking mind-blowing um, so <laughs> I talked to Cheryl for like 10 minutes and I'm like, I feel like you're, I even said on the show, I'm like, I feel like you're like my mother. Like she just had like that, like, I'm oh, like, will you energy. be like my New York God. mom, my New Jersey mom? He's the best. Special God. thanks to Cheryl for, for being a light and a beautiful, uh, spirit. Yeah. I <laughs> thought I was a me. high energy person until I met yeah. her. Yeah. She's yeah, she's nonstop. Go, go, go. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I said in that Rocabella vodka is something else. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> God, yeah. Yeah. But Have you tried it, Dorsey? It's funny that, it, it's yeah. funny that um, Dorsey God, mentions good. Tony, Tony Butler. He's the one that really, he changed my life. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I tell you, man, we used to do crazy stuff. And when we were on Broadway, um, we went up to the roof of the Plymouth Theater. It was called the Plymouth Theater then. I don't know exactly what it's called now. And we had fireworks, like actual firecrackers. Yeah. And we'd be throwing them off the roof at the patrons that are coming in to see our show. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> I might love you. I'm not sure. I might love you. That's awesome. So that was like... That was where, you know, I'm saying, okay. That would be one of the greatest fucking moments of my life. Wow, it was great, man. Add a little marijuana. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. We'll do a little thing called LSD in those days. (laughs) (laughs) I went to to one of your shows. What's that again? I'm sitting up front. I went to one of the shows and I'm sitting up front. And Tony does the invert thing on the the basketball hoop. Right. It started raining. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's yeah. All out of his pocket and bouncing on the stage. And I'm like, oh, oh my shit. God. <laughs> Tony was crazy. But for y'all that don't know, they were reefer cigarettes, as you kids call them. <laughs> reefer cigarettes. <laughs> reefer cigarettes. <laughs> oh, and Duke was a nice guy. Duke was, uh, he was pretty, he was. You know, Duke and I never got into trouble, but me and Tony got into trouble a lot. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's that was my first taste of like, hey man, you know, this is this is not like uh, you know having lunch in between two shows and stuff. This is a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was cool. So that's where it all kind of began. that's where it all began. And mm. then from there, you know, so. Growing up, I always heard these stories, like about him being a gang leader. Because after he watched the Warriors, he formed his own gang, and um, you know, like an inept gang, not even like a real like tough gang, just a, a group of neighborhood kids that just wanted to prove something, right? Yeah. So I was, I, I always grew up hearing these stories of him, like. Uh, Stealing a Tropicana orange juice truck and well, we hijacked a truck. <laughs> <laughs> what was the what was the big plan after that? Like, how are we gonna fence an entire fucking truck of Tropicana? Hey, buddy, over here. Do you like orange mango? Hey guys, they're out of Sunny D, but I got a whole Tropicana truck. Come on with me. I got the fucking hookup. Stuck in a snowstorm, and we said, "Open it up. Let's let's take everything." And my father was saying, 
where did you get all this orange juice? <laughs> I know oh, man, one of my friends, you know, they were giving it away and stuff like that. But, uh, God. Yeah, and, so he, he hijacked a, a Tropicana orange juice truck, stole a school bus. I love, I love that he looks school. like Hagar, but sounds like Danny Aiello. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I was always I was always hearing stories, Yo, and I was I can't drive fucking fifty five. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the story with the, with, with the, the school bus, like an idiot, and that's what we were. We nutty stuff like that. Um, you know, we're not full of angst. Yeah, we're we're not trying to glorify in the TV series about like fighting and gang life is great and all that. It, it was just like all of us had heart, but yeah. here's the idiotic part of it: we we were in a big sh uh, shopping like a food store parking lot, and it was a big parking lot. And there's a school bus, and my friend and I looked, and he says, "Oh man, I could hotwire this." I go, "Let's do it." <laughs> <laughs> Instead of driving it out of the parking lot like an idiot, I'm just driving it around in circles. Back, you know, all, eventually, somebody from the food store called the cops and said, well, I don't know what's going on, but there's these two kids, these two idiots just driving a school bus all over the parking lot. Woo! They come from everywhere. Back in those days, you didn't get arrested. You got a JD card. Juvenile delinquent card. Oh, so that really? was great. The only thing that I got hit was because I was driving it, I had to go to driver's ed and I couldn't get my full license until I was 18. Instead of like what? Seven, oh. 16 or 17. Oh, so yeah. that's what it got me. Yeah. But I was like. Now, in this day and age, I, I would go to jail. We're uh, about the parking lot. <laughs> Just in the park. Hey, the parking lot was big. Where, 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 you know, where are we going to go with the school bus? So I just said, let's drive it around. Where are you going to go with the Tropicana <laughs> truck? What are you? <laughs> you know, orange juice does have an expiration date, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what 18-year-olds are thinking about. They're thinking about the fucking expiration yeah. date on orange juice. Yeah. What do we do with all this orange juice? I don't know. Let's steal a refrigerator truck. <laughs> <laughs> that was the next thing. <laughs> God. Yeah, so I was always hearing these stories, and uh, like at one point when I was like 19 or so, I, I said, "Dad, man, we need to we need to write something about these these particular sets of stories." Because my father has so many stories; he's done so much throughout his life. But that particular like couple of uh, years of his life really um, resonated with me because it's just like, how the hell did they get away with all that? And um, Oh God! You know. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, if it wasn't for God, I think I would be. Yeah, I'd have been crucified. Yeah, I'd done some shit. Um, so you I guys, mean, I mean, shame on you! God damn it! It's a, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. But again, you know, like I'm in a story of Queens. Now, that's nothing compared to like where Dorsey lives. Yeah, uh, he's in know, the Bronx. Um, he's in the fucking Bronx. Well, you know, you know what good stories I've heard about the Bronx, the Bronx at none. Well, I mean, we all knew about Clinton High School in the Bronx, and that was one place you didn't walk by um, because there was a high school. What was the the Bronx Science, right? Um, Bronx High School in Science. Right, that's <laughs> right. Like money. Rock, right? Don't don't right, go to Science. Is that <laughs> a high Bronx. school of uh, Science? Uh, the Bronx, Bronx Bronx Science. Yeah, Bronx Science. It's still around. Yeah, I yeah. have so many friends that graduated from there. So we, uh, my girlfriend used to go there, so I used to pass Clinton, and uh, I, you know I'm still here, so that was cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you didn't die. There you go. That was so, a tough walk. Uh, anyway, you guys are talking about like uh, getting funded or something. Uh, or yeah, yeah. So we yeah, just pitch, had pitch all that, and then I'll let you pitch it again at the end. But we're gonna get into story time right after this. So even though we've okay, had some cool. great stories already, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, so we just uh, had a crowdfunding campaign on Indiegogo. Uh, it just ended, but we're still taking um, donations. Sure. If anyone wants to support, we're on PayPal. We have a business PayPal, so it's all legit. Um, it's at Zucru2. Two is spelled T T W O. Zoo at Zucru2. Z O O C R E W T W O. 
and um, yeah, anything helps. We're trying to get as much money for our pre-production costs because it takes a lot to do a, a TV series right, especially a period piece like what we're doing. It's so it takes are, place. Are you are you uh, are you set up for like Amazon? Are you set up for uh, Netflix or anything? Or what? What are you? We're we're shopping it around right now uh, okay. to different streaming services. So we're not locked into a certain streaming service just yet. But um, that's you know how the pre-production process kind of feeds into the the distribution process. So yeah. um, you know getting getting funds funds to uh, pay professional pitchers and stuff like that to shop around our projects really helps. Like like I said, you know any any amount of money really does matter, even if it's five ten bucks. It, it, and, it yeah, counts. Every you know? little bit helps, absolutely. And, and what did you yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. Are it's you listening, fuckers? Everything helps. Okay, so. Anyway. <laughs> So, I mean, this just blows my mind that you guys are starting this because you got to go out and you got to find vehicles for that yeah. era. You've got to find, uh, you know, clothes. Like, where do you right. guys, yeah. are you guys asking for, like, people that, hey, can you donate your 60-something, 70-something car <laughs> so we can use it in a couple scenes? Or how, how do you go about doing that? I mean... You can't have a Prius with, driving down the block when you're uh, filming. Don't, don't worry. My, don't <laughs> worry. Uh, my mom's in the nursing home, and we've got all her clothes. <laughs> just, just let me fucking know, and uh, I got yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a lot of. I heard you're some heavy dudes, you know, um, and, and you'll have the right attire. And, um, heavy dude, where did I hear that before? <laughs> <laughs> My yeah, dad's got a '65 Buick Wildcat convertible. If you want to drive around to Memphis and grab it for the shoot, you know, I'm sure he'll love you. Sure. <laughs> well, if anyone comes around and has something that they want to uh Yeah, there's a great crash scene. Like, they can't wait to. <laughs> yeah. If anyone has something that they want to feature in it, like, by all means, like, we'll work something out. Our beautiful <laughs> you know? Cheryl Kelly Lee is watching and giving us much, oh, much love. Nice. God, if she hits those hearts yeah. anymore, I, I, I think her machine might blow up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cheryl Kelly, you got to get a hold of her. She's uh, the, the the owner of Rockabella Vodka and uh, uh, Rockabella Gives. You got to get a hold of her at that and donate, donate, donate. Everything goes to a very beautiful cause. Yeah, that's for sure. She is an angel. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll get, I, the, I'll get. I the was car. on hiatus, Cheryl. I was on hiatus. <laughs> I'll get the car, but I get to stay with you guys when I come up there. That's that's the deal. Yeah, why All right. Not? Hopefully the, you got uh, a couch. Downstairs. We'll, we'll put you in the leak. <laughs> <laughs> it's about a year so I can get time yeah. off. I tried off for some shows once. Yeah, I, I did a little little acting. So, all right, who who Didn't wants to hit out. us? Uh, 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 Dorsey, hit us with a funny or embarrassing yes. story. What do you got, buddy? Funny or an embarrassing story. Yep, a life story. Okay. Um, can be about you, can be I about a friend, can be I, about, I don't know, fucking make it up. I don't care. <laughs> I, 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 I've told it before, I'll tell it again. We were on the uh, Warrior set shooting out in Brooklyn uh, near the uh, the boardwalk. <clears throat> so we're all inside the, the trailer. They basically gave us like I'm two trailers. So you know, <laughs> make sure that you stay together. So we're all sitting in there having a good time. And in comes James Remar, who is um, Ajax. Yeah. And Remar is a method actor. So if you call him James, he won't respond to you. So you have to call him Ajax for him to respond. So he comes in the trailer and he says, Hey, Warlord, there's some guys out there bopping on our territory. Of course, I'm looking at him like, What the hell is your problem? <laughs> I'm trying to chill the hell out. And you hit me with this bullshit. So I get myself together. We walk out. And they are like at least 20 to 30 guys with these jackets called Homicide Incorporated. <laughs> they want to know who tagged over their tag on the uh, the bathhouse. When you look at the box or any of the advertisement, you'll see the word Warriors on this building. Before it said Warriors, it said Homicide Incorporated. Oh. But these guys from California thought it was a good idea. <laughs> let's, let's cover that up. Oh, the, the Homicide Incorporated people? Oh. Yeah, which is a, a no-no in gang territory in New York. That's for sure. So, God, they couldn't yeah, have covered it with a Kinko's or, you know, like... <laughs> yeah, don't cover a Kinko's, cover Homicide Incorporated. What could go wrong? I had to let them know, I'm an actor. 
Yeah. Guys, you won. I told him, I said, see, see on the beach, see the two white guys with the police? That's who you want to talk to. <laughs> you don't want to talk to me. Exactly. And they all wound up in the film. They wound up in the That's film? That's how they got on the streets. Yeah, they hired extras from gangs. Um, Sylvia Faye basically drove around, and if you look like you should be in a gang or were in a gang, she hired you as an extra. Holy Duh. shit. God. <laughs> Brutal Sylvia Faye. That, that's not that's not stereotyping, is it? It's like, yo, you yeah. brother, come here. <laughs> you look like you should you be in a gang. You look like you're in a gang. Yeah. Hey, you with the mohawk. <laughs> and they were. <laughs> you with the mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> it's not stereotyping. It's called typecasting in Hollywood. Typecasting. <laughs> I, I see that you're wearing a uh, roach clip with feathers on it. Uh, would you like to join right. us, sir? <laughs> I see you have that knife in your back pocket. That must be your <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What are you doing? Want to do a movie? <laughs> How would you like to make 20 bucks the easy way? Yeah. That's pretty much well, how the whole, the whole shoot went, right? Everywhere, everywhere they went, they were doing night shoots in, in deep part of Brooklyn. By then, I, I, thank goodness, I wasn't with them anymore. But every place they went, they kept running up against gangs because these guys from L.A. just didn't understand the way New York worked. So they either had to pay off the gangs or put them in the film. Right. So the conclave is real gangs. Ninety percent of those people are real gangs. There were yeah. a few actors, but they left after a couple of days because you got tired of getting robbed. <laughs> 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 Only the truth. Hey, these motherfuckers got some money. Who would win in a gang, East Coast gangs or West Coast gangs? East Coast. East Coast. East Coast. All right. Coast. More for the Midwest. Well, we look, don't look, have look, gangs. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> the Midwest. We're the Cornhuskers. When I was out yeah. in California, they didn't understand we're, us. We're the soybeaners. That's what we That actually came out very bit. bad. I didn't mean to say that like that, and I take it back completely. I was talking about soybeans, and I just put an ur on it, and um, no disrespect to anybody. Trust me. Oh, I see what you did now. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. idiot. No, I know. No, no. And we no. don't edit either. Yeah, I don't edit. So just to let you know, wasn't intentional. The soybeanies? Oh, yeah. yeah, there you go. There you I got that's, that's yeah. soybeanies. Yeah. God damn it. It sounds bad. We're the combiners. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Don't leave wow. your tractor out. We'll steal that fucker. So I assume, uh, real quick back to this. I, I'm assuming with all these like uh, extras and that were in the in the movie, um, there was probably like a lot of like just like drug dealing going on. Am I wrong? Well, there was a lot of robbing, I know that. Oh, man. And, 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 this, and it was the 70s, there was a lot of coke and LSD, so I imagine the, there was a lot of drugs. That's the story I was hoping yeah. for. A lot of young people <laughs> uh, getting drugs, and uh, there's probably a lot of fucking, too, just going out on a limb. Yeah. Yeah, but, okay. but I don't do any of that, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm a PK kid, you know. I, All right, there you go. I'm a uh, 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 Dorsey didn't fuck anybody. I just want to let everybody know that uh, I'm going to leave Dorsey out on this. He didn't fuck anybody. What's really funny. What's so funny is that so I've been I've been interviewing and I've been doing a lot of podcasts. Obviously, obviously, with you know all the warriors. Who are, that we Who have. are they? They're not as good as me, are they? Yeah. No. Okay. No. God. God damn it! I don't want anybody to be better. They're never going to talk to us again. Uh, I know, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stroke my ego. That's all I fucking need. <laughs> but what's really funny is that whenever I speak to, uh, wherever I'm, like, you know, in an interview with Terry Micus, who played Vermin in The Warriors, okay, or and and or David Harris, who played Cochise. They always mention this one particular thing. I think it's hilarious because the way they, they mention it is so funny. But they always mention how they were in the iconic uh, Lizzie's scene. So they were in that scene where the, the girl gang is, you know, kind of like seducing them and then right. uh, eventually tries to kill, kill them. them. Right. So always, always, always say in some way, shape or form, they go, you know, 
we got to know those Lizzie's really well, if you know what I mean. <laughs> 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 and I remember that, that David, in one interview that I did with him, said, you know, we got to throw some tongue that night, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I love that they call him the Lizzie's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always always that scene and always that innuendo is, is thrown in. <laughs> right, right. That's <laughs> awesome. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Huh? No. <laughs> yeah, I should be like, no, explain. Exactly. Explain <laughs> could, you, could you go into that a little deeper? <laughs> innuendo. There it is. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what guys. What do you got? Funny, embarrassing story. Mm. My funny, embarrassing story? Or, and or embarrassing. From Zoo Crew 2 Days. From Zoo Crew 2 Days? Oh, jeez. There's a lot. There's just so much. There's a lot in the pilot episode alone. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> um, the egg heist is one of the most iconic things. Yeah, I mean, we, we needed eggs for Halloween. And... All the local stores uh, are out. They're out. Yeah. I came from a little town of 1,600 people. And, of course, all the fucking hooligans, uh, us, um, not not him. Uh, he didn't live around our area. Uh, but I came from a little, 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 little town. And, like, every, every Halloween, they just stopped selling eggs to teenagers. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that was the thing. I would send guys in. Yeah. Just to buy a dozen eggs. So instead of, yeah, exactly. When you're a teenager, instead of sending them in to get beer, now you're sending them in to get a fucking dozen of eggs. Hey, brother, <laughs> come here. Eggs. Come here. And, and I'll, give you, I'll give you $5. I'll give you $5 for a 95-cent carton of eggs. That's yeah. what it was. We were sending scouts to see which store is selling the eggs because there was a bunch of stores that said, you guys aren't getting any eggs from us. Right. So <laughs> I, I came up with some crazy scheme. And, and this is how it went. Um, and this is in the pilot episode. This is in the pilot way. episode as well. So in the supermarket, on one side, like the very one side of, of the supermarket was the milk, the eggs, uh, the cheese, the dairy, right. right? On the other side was the potato chips, the pretzels, and all that. The dry goods. Okay. So now my friend and I go in, all the guys and I go in and we're, we're, we start to argue like, hey, what did you do with, to my sister last night, blah, blah, blah. We immediately go straight to where the pretzels are. On the other side. On the other side. The dairy aisle. And we all of a sudden just go flying into the, the, uh, the displays with the potato chips, there's potato chips flying and all that. And you hear everybody go, <laughs> Uh, clean up on aisle six. All stuck, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to aisle six. Meanwhile, now, my other two guys are coming in. They're going to aisle discreetly, one. Discreetly. And they've got a cart. And they're just throwing every... So basically, they they make this. We did a diversion. diversion. Yeah, yeah, I get <laughs> it. I get it. With us breaking us up, we're throwing the pretzels all over the place. And the other two guys are taking all the eggs, putting it in the cart. Now we know all the cashiers, so they're not saying nothing. Right. And then there's a guy. Yeah. <laughs> so then there's a guy outside, and he's as soon as the guys got all the eggs, filled up the cart, and ran out. There's a guy waiting at the door to hold the door open. So now you got the one guy opening up the door. There's another guy that's knocking on the window by aisle signal six me. to single me and the other guy that were fighting to say, "Okay, we." We got the eggs. Get out. We got the eggs. Stop. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Abort. 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 What we do is we, me and the other guy go, oh, you know, there was a guy named Irving. He was the store manager. He was an old dude. And we just said, hey, Irving, man, we're sorry, man. We'll clean this up. He goes, no, no, no. Don't worry about it. Let the stock guys clean up all the potato chips. Meanwhile, little does he know, we, we walk out. You've, I'm looking you, you've up the absolutely block. just raped him of all his eggs. Right. Now no one's going to have an omelet in the morning. <laughs> 40 dozen eggs. And then, like the schemer that I was, we're planting eggs all over the neighborhood in people's front yards. Right. So, like, if we got without eggs, we knew where to go. Like supply stations. Yeah. Right. Right. Supply stations. There you go. Shit. There you, you go. You were a G. How old were you at this time? 16. Oh 16, my, my man. God, dude. 
Genius. You're an absolute genius. Genius. How many people do you have in your crew? There was, with me, there was 13. There was 12 other guys and me. Wow. All right. Everybody who's just watching, Carol Paulson, I love you. How are you doing, my man? It's good to see you. We have Dorsey Wright from the movie The Warriors. He's also from in Hair. This is the dawning of the age. Uh, anyway, uh, we also have Lene and Michael Demetrius. They have a show coming out uh, they're working on right now called Sue Zoo Crew 2. And it's about uh, it's about Michael's uh, growing up as a young boy and loving the movie The Warriors that Dorsey Wright was in. Uh, fantastic, fantastic. So just keeping everybody up on speed. Anyway, go on back to you guys. Your Any turn, Lene. Lene. Oh, jeez. I'm sorry. Uh, tell us uh, something your dad hasn't heard before. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Um, oh, I'm sure you yeah, shit I your mean, pants somewhere. Yeah. Not yet. Not okay. yet in my life. <laughs> Neither have I, thank God. I'm 53. Still hasn't happened. Knock wood. Um, I'm trying to think of like uh, something relating to like warriors and God damn it, I gave you two weeks, Lene. <laughs> I gave you a week. <laughs> it doesn't have to be really? about that. A week? One week? And he couldn't come up with shit? <laughs> Michael, your daughter's boring. <laughs> let, let, me, let me think. Hold on, hold on. Uh... Dorsey, tell her to step up her fucking game. Yeah. It could be about anything. <laughs> spring break to the Jersey Shore suit. I don't know. <laughs> this one time at band camp? The funny thing about me is that I was... Okay, so because I had a father that was the crazy, rowdy teenager, you know, back in his day... He wouldn't let me do crazy rowdy things as a teenager. <laughs> so I don't think you could ever top I, him, I no matter what you did. Our generation was is a lot no. different than his. yeah than this generation. Yeah. God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was never really the uh, the crazy wild type, really. Um, Running around I, in the back of a pickup truck with a bunch of eggs. A little mailbox um, baseball, baseball, you know. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a, a little something though that I still do when I get a little uh, pissed off at people around the neighborhood. Oh, especially with cars yeah, that are parked fun. like forever on the block. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll occasionally throw an egg here and there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll still oh my god. Egg. I'll still do a, a, an egg, a little egg throwing. That's awesome. Uh, here and there. Uh, and another I'm thing. I'm proud of you, Michael. I'm proud of you. I have a story. I have a story. Now. All right, there story. it is. Because if, if, if you didn't, I was going to make him tell one about you. So. They're going to come organically <laughs> anyway. Yeah, have him tell one no, about no, you this, anyway. This is like, this is almost, uh, almost not even embarrassing. This is just like nuts. So, um, I, you know, I. I'm not a, a wild, crazy kid, but I, I do like um, marijuana, and I do like, you know... The devil's lettuce for everybody else that's listening. <laughs> or i.e. reefer. Real quick, real quick, before you go on, uh, when your dad was talking about that earlier, I remember back in high school... Uh, we heard our uh, my buddy Brad, my buddy's Brad's parents downstairs talking to their in-laws. They go, that marijuana is one thing, but when they get on that pot, god damn it! <laughs> That's the truth. But for me, <laughs> but for me, it was uh, an, a chocolate edible. Oh so yeah. I'm, oh my god. So so I. I've done edibles before in other countries, even like in Aruba, like they, they grow marijuana there in their backyard. Right. And they like, in make Aruba? little like, juice with it. Yeah. In Aruba. Oh, God Anything that's in the tropical setting, they're growing it in their backyard. Yes. Yeah, that's so odd. I, I used to think, you know, I'm experienced. I'm indestructible when it comes to it. Right. So yeah. I'm, it's Thanksgiving of last year, right? 20, 2020 Thanksgiving. And now, mind you, I'm at my uncle's house with my father and my cousin, Kim, Kimmy, who's like uh, 30, 30 years old or something like that. So she's older than me. It she's sounds like, so very innocent, though. I'm my cousin, Kimmy. No, it, 
my cousin Kenny. Yeah, well, it was very innocent at first, right? Yeah. So have you, you tried heroin? Yeah, it turned into something. What's like that, that a gateway to? <laughs> Um, you know, we, we like <laughs> exactly. small little edible treats before, you know, we've done that, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So she, she came to me on Thanksgiving. She goes, Hey, you know, I have this chocolate. It's like a white chocolate kind of thing. And I'm like, okay, yeah, let's, Sounds let's, delicious. let's do it. Sounds great. And she breaks off like a quarter of it. And she goes, Oh, you'll be fine with this because you gave me, you know, this amount last time and you were fine with it. So you can, you can handle this. So I eat it. I'm like, okay, this is great. And I, I remember saying to myself, like, as I finished it, I was like, I hope that this is a, a, like, I hope I, I will be okay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great thing to say after. That is the most yeah, wonderful right. thing to say right after. Like, yeah, I don't know how many times I've done something and said, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have done. God damn it. Yeah, no. I distinctly remember, like, swallowing it and, and like, having a moment where I was, like, my chew. inner narrator was, like, Lene made a mistake in this very moment. It was at this moment she knew she was fucked. (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, whatever, 20, 25 minutes go by. The the food is cooking on the stove. And now it's time to sit down for the dinner, right? Yeah. And literally a second before the dinner is served, someone makes me laugh, right? And I don't know about you guys – but like when I I'm when I take an edible and I laugh, I, don't get I guess because of the shortness of breath, it gets to like my head, yeah. and that's when like it turns on. <laughs> <laughs> so I laughed, and in that moment, as like we're about to sit down, I'm like, "Oof, this thing is this thing is starting to hit me." I kid you not, I couldn't even like I could barely touch my food. I had a moment where I was like, I'm like in a, I, I thought I was like in a vortex or something like that. I was like, <laughs> world. and then I was afraid. I was afraid to say that I w- was feeling that way. And then I was thinking, I can't. Like I, I, I was psyching myself out saying you like, you, I you can't didn't have to get into your own head, did you? Oh, oh, I got into <laughs> my own head. To the point where I pulled out my phone and I typed. I didn't know what to do. So I pulled out my phone and I typed in my notes app, Dad, I am not feeling good. This thing this thing really hit me in a way. And I, like, passed it to him. It was so dramatic. <laughs> I passed him across the table. And he's, like, laughing it off. And I'm like, no, no. No, this is not, this is not good. <laughs> and, like, everyone is, like, quiet at that point. And I, I just like, look up and I go, Kimmy, you fucked me. <laughs> and I kid you not, it was. She was out of it for a week. I was out of for it. A I, week. I think I had. No, I think I had like a, like a whole ego death, like crazy psychotic moment because <laughs> there oh, was. Some was no. Yeah. And then I was thinking, what? And the that hell was just weed. Like show? that wasn't anything. Like that wasn't. It was. So, but see, but that's the weird thing because I'm, you know, I've done shrooms and stuff before. You know, you would think that that would hit me bad. Yeah, it was just a chocolate. But I, I spoke to a few. Oh people no, no, no! My ex, my uh, I, I used to have another partner other than Stabby, and and he was in here. We had two podcasts uh, lined up. Oh, what I gave him something that. Was that the one where you just ended up in a chair out there in my yeah? In my I, basement? Gave, I either gave him an edible or I gave him like yeah. You gave him it was like an edible. No, I gave him my oil pen to smoke, and he was and he was hitting it like no. I gave him an edible. I gave him an edible, and he's sitting there, and he was supposed to like be talking with us. He couldn't talk at oh, all. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because he used like, to do mm-hmm. when I would say happens. from I a room next to my bathroom in my basement, he would go whoosh, you know. And uh, so yeah. I go, from a room next to my bathroom in my basement. <laughs> he just sat there. He's just, he's just yeah. like that. Oh, like, my God. Just, that's see. what happens like, when you get too too high and you can't like even verbalize. That's why yeah. I, I yeah. typed it on my laptop. I couldn't even. Well, that's I couldn't why I haven't been high since 91. So yeah. uh, it's uh, <laughs> Edibles, edibles are unpredictable. They all hit differently. Yes. You could eat 10 milligrams of one thing like and be scotch. fine. You could eat 10 you, milligrams of another thing and just be completely fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember one not- time we had these, um, obviously marijuana's legal here, but I don't buy it from a dispensary. But we had these, these nerds That's rolls. That's illegal. 
and it was like a, it was a it was a THC nerds. Look rope. who just admitted to that on tape. I, mean, I don't give a care. I don't give a care. <laughs> but it was like that fucking. Guy. I didn't check the milligrams on there. I I didn't at all. But I ate the whole fucking thing because it was delicious. Well, I I looked yep. at it and it was I want to say it was a hundred milligrams, and oh God. I'm like. What the fuck did I just do? So I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna go to sleep. So I went my went to my bed and I just see space. There's nothing. It's like yes. stars oh, yeah. and space. Yes. And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. And then I like I just had the complete spins. Then I went to go to the bathroom to throw up. I turn on my side and I just start throwing up like in my bed. <laughs> and then I'm laying there and my face is in my puke and I feel like, did you ever see Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. They're on, yeah, yeah, and I'm going like, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't talk, I couldn't, I couldn't function, I couldn't move. And I laid there, I mean, I was, I was completely awake, but I just laid there like next to my puke for like an hour. And I'm like, uh, fuck! I gotta get a new, ma- I gotta get a new mattress topper and all this God. shit now. Like, hey, I can, Mark, you want to get I, high? I, no, completely. No, I don't. So, I've decided. No, I really don't. <laughs> so I was, I was, I felt so bad. I texted my boss and I called my boss in the morning, and I'm like, hey, Dennis, <laughs> I can't come into work today. This was a Sunday. Carol, this is why we don't get high. So this is a Monday morning. I call him. I go, hey, Dennis, I can't come into work tomorrow. He's like, oh. Would you get all fucked up last night like you always do? And I go, Dennis, I go, I'm not lying to you. I'm telling you the truth because I love you. I go, I ate too much marijuana last night. I ate too <laughs> much marijuana. He starts last laughing. Night. He starts laughing. He's like, all right. He's like, just feel better. He's like, I'll see you on Tuesday. <laughs> I, like, I ate too much I marijuana. I ate too much marijuana last, last night. Honestly, that is, it, it really happens. And, yeah, I never realized that it could be that way, but it, it, you it can, there's be nothing you can do to stop it. You can't get that out no. of your system. You like, even me for throwing up, I couldn't. You, you couldn't get it out. So yes, uh, kids, drugs are dangerous. Please <laughs> read the labels <laughs> before you do drugs. A great story that Matt told, and this is why Mr. Holiday doesn't get high. Oh hi, Wendy. Dorsey, <laughs> uh, Dorsey, what's your best high story, or do you have one? My best highest story. Mm. We, me, Duke, uh, well, all of us, including Tony, we went to go see Parliament Funkadelic. Well, we attempted oh, to see Parliament Funkadelic. God, at the Brendan Byrne Arena. George so, Clinton. Before we, yeah, before we left, we had uh, THC. We had like twenty tabs, and everybody was supposed to be like, "Okay, I'm gonna take one. I'm gonna take one." Of course, they all chickened out. So. <laughs> That left like five of us. So we decided, hell with it. We'll split it against each other and we'll take all of it. <laughs> oh no. So I get on the tra- <laughs> I get on the train. We get down to Grand Central Station and I have no clue where I'm going to. <laughs> so Duke turns to me and goes, because uh, I was going with this girl named Ebony. He said, where's Ebony? Later on, I find out I didn't invite her anyway. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> So I run upstairs. Now, with THC, as long as you're standing still, you can function. The moment you jar yourself, like shake your head, you're finished. So I go running up the steps to the number two train. By the time the doors close, I'm on the train going, why the fuck am I on a train? (laughs) I get uptown. And the next thing I remember is waking up in my bed. My friend, Leroy Parsons, said he saw me at the 174th Street train station on my knees crying. Oh, and he carried me home. Yeah, he helped carry me home because obviously I was lost. And, didn't know and where you I didn't get to see George Clinton. No, I, I woke up in the morning. Me and my brother had bunk beds. So when I woke up, I see the tickets stuck into the, uh, the slat underneath my brother's bed. And I'm praying to myself, I know I saw this show. So I'm trying to figure out what happened at this show because I know I saw this show. There's no way in the world I missed this show. So I pulled the tickets and they weren't even torn in half. God damn it. As soon as I said that, my mother came in and was like, what the hell is wrong with you, boy? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> so Look, I, I got a souvenir. Whole ticket. <laughs> he came home with a chicken under his arm. <laughs> I hook up with Duke and Tony and the rest of the crew. Duke never got off the L-I-R-R. He said he went into the bathroom, turned on the water to wash his hands, 
and couldn't stop laughing because the water was splashing. <laughs> so he wound up at the end of the line. <laughs> ask, ask him. He'll tell you he wound up at the end of the line in a police station because they thought he was crazy. Oh, Tony, didn't care. Tony didn't care where he went. Tony was in the parking lot and never went inside to see the show. So at least he made it there. He made it, at least inside. he made it to the and venue. That, yeah, you didn't even make it to the venue. I, no. After that, I was like, that's enough of that. <laughs> I miss Parliament Funkadelic. That's not happening no more. God so damn it. I, I stopped God damn it. And I would kill yeah, to go Michael see Parliament Funkadelic, man. That would be a great show. It, it was, but I, I've seen all of their shows except for that one. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Madison Square Garden, which was great because the garden security said there will be no smoking in Madison Square Garden. And we oh. were like, okay, Parliament comes on. George Clinton stops and tells the drummer, you know, just just hit the bass, the foot, and he's going, doo, doo, and he screams out, if you got a joint, pass it. So people on the rafters are throwing joints that are never make it to the stage. It's like raining. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Him and, band, him and the band sit in a circle, and they start smoking. And he turns around because he had his back to us and said, if you got them, God damn it, light them the fuck up. Oh, God. Everybody started Security walked the fuck out of the building because they realized you, you lost that battle. Yeah, you're not gonna. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no winning yeah, that, that battle. A, yeah, you're done. Oh no, that was a mother. That was a mothership connection show. Yeah, can you imagine the supervisor guard. going, "Get in there and get rid of the." What, what, hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd like to put in my one uh, one minute notice. Uh, I won't be working here anymore. So. Yeah. Um, right. You are more than welcome. Here's my flashlight. Uh, right. <laughs> it was yeah. a great show too. I had yeah, a good time. and uh, it, here's my flashlight, and you can go fuck yourself, sir. Um, that's yeah, that's yeah. it. I'm gonna go join them. <laughs> I'm gonna be getting yeah. high out there in the in the in the middle. We used, to, we used to get together and sing all of their tunes. Every day, and my mother hated it because every time I said funk, she'd say, "What you say?" <laughs> I couldn't say that word. You know what that's, you know what that's close to, right? Then not open up your mouth and say that again. Punk? <laughs> Is it close to punk? Because I like punk music. I really like punk music. They were good. They were good. Just asking. All right. So, all right, you guys, uh, yeah, yeah, everybody, uh, 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 Dorsey, uh, you got the floor again. Yeah. Tell everybody where they can find you, what you got going on, and... Uh, yeah, well, everything about you. So uh, let's get you some funding if you got it, or uh, what can we do for you? They can find me on uh, Facebook. Mm. <laughs> uh, that's the main place to try and reach me. This is Dorsey Wright. He was in Hair. God, fucking, I'm so jealous about him being in Hair. Um, and oh, he was uh, he's in the movie The Warriors. <laughs> and a, a ton yeah. of other things, man. Just, he's, he's great. Ragtime and Hotel New Hampshire. Right. And... And Milos Forman, God bless his God bless his soul. He was a, my father of film because he was the first man to hire me, and he had no reason hiring me. <laughs> but he hired me, and I did two films with him. So, awesome. thank you, Milos. Um, yeah, I can be reached on Facebook. Uh, right now, I'm getting ready to do a, a commercial for a medical uh, uh, marijuana treatment. Oh. Yeah, I know. I can't, I can't. I can't really talk about it. But Heroin? I go. Uh, we sh we shoot quiet. We shoot on Monday. <laughs> so yeah, you look on television and go, "Who the fuck? Are you kidding me?" Hey, look, paying the bills. You know what I mean? Hey, pay the bills. <laughs> pay the fucking bills. <laughs> pay the bills. Um, exactly. I also do music. I have a website for my music called Right Way Media Group. I'm in the middle now of uh, putting more tracks up on there. Um, Doing oh that. God, music! I've tell tell us, uh, tell, you know what? Uh, there's you just you just called an audible. You just called an audible. Uh, tell us about your music. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, you heard the website though, right? Yeah. Um, I'm also writing. I wrote a screenplay that uh, eventually I get around to tightening the rest of it up. And uh, other than that, I'm trying to do my last three years at New York City Transit Authority to <laughs> retire right. and get away from them. <laughs> well, when you when your screenplay be, uh, comes to fruition, or if you ever have a story, a funny story, or and want to tell it, uh, don't hesitate to reach out to me, and I'll absolutely have you on again, and I'll promote you again, and uh, you can tell your story. Okay, but that's 
that's just me and i want everybody to understand that i love these two people who are on here uh please if you can support zoo crew too okay awesome michael you have the floor tell us all about you Support them, and it's not because you know I have something to do with it. Support them because you know there, there's a lot of independent artists who are trying to you know get their their things on the screen, rather it be a small screen or a large right. screen. Preach. And Hollywood, Hollywood is basically trying to stifle a lot because the cameras and the equipment are already out there. I mean, you can shoot a film yeah. that looks like film. Right. You know, it's, and it's and it's not the equipment is not that expensive, but, you know, they control distribution and, you know, they got all these crazy things where they want to have the rights to everything you've done. And, you know, you're just selling it outright. So support independent film artists so that we can see more of it. And then hopefully, you know, there's a billion channels out there. They have to feed their content monster. Uh, HBO and Showtime, these are beasts and they have to be fed all the time. So we should get a better shot and better equity from what's going on because we help fill up their content. Yeah. So let me get truth. off the soapbox. <laughs> That's the <laughs> truth. It's hard. It's hard being a like an indie filmmaker in this. I mean, it's 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 great because there's so many different avenues now, so many streaming platforms, well, stuff like so that. So many but... more artists can do things, uh, and, and the technology yeah. is there to be able to do it with. And like he, yeah. like 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 Dorsey was saying, yeah, you got to get over the monsters, uh, you got to slay those fuckers um, to put your content out there. And there's great yeah. content yeah. out there, and there's a lot of things on Amazon um, that you can, you it's, you got to deep dive into them. I there's a there's there's some great movies out there. Uh, Shannon Toft, um, Twelve Angry uh, Twelve, fucking what the fuck is it? Uh, uh, <laughs> God, I would have just named it if you just didn't say I know. Fuck. Something orphans. Stop smoking that. 12, 12 Angry Orphans. I, I, God, I don't know. But it, it's about a football team. It's got Martin Sheen, and it's got Luke Wilson, and Shannon Toft is in it. Um, it's about little football players, but it's on Amazon. And uh, there's, like, so much content out there, but you got to look for it. you got to dig deep, and you got to find it because it's not just yeah. right just, there in front of you. But I just like, them, the, like the major just promoters will make it think that's all there is. I love right. I the idea for you guys' show as well. Just the stories you told, if that's how the show goes, then I think it's going to be a great success. And if I think people are going to see that, and people that haven't even seen The Warriors, I think that they're going to go back and watch The Warriors – just because oh, of, yeah. of, you know, the success that you guys are probably going to have. I guarantee it. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, the the way this, like, series is kind of um, written is to cap capture the, the vibe of the, the late 70s and, and hit that, like, nostalgia factor for the, you know, uh, baby boomer generation. Yeah. But also, obviously, because it follows young kids and it's a basically like one giant coming of age story it's definitely going to to you know also appeal to the the gen z maybe even millennial crowd um like you know my generation so yeah we're millennials uh, I hope, you know that there's not really many mighty uh, mighty orphans 12 mighty orphans everybody watch 12, 12 mighty orphans, orphans. <laughs> you were still thinking about that jesus <laughs> yeah, she was a great lady. I didn't want to forget about it. I wanted to give her the right plug. Twelve mighty orphans. God damn it. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, I, I'm a dick. You know, I was going to say there's there's not many um, not many like you know uh, films or, or TV shows that are trying to like bridge that gap between uh, sixty year olds and eighteen or sixteen year olds. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. We're, we're hoping to do something like that and, and bring those two generations together because um, they're quite different, obviously. Are you but insane? There is no bringing those people together. <laughs> I think it could work. work. The old people want to kick the kids' asses and the kids' asses want to fucking sue you. So there's no fucking way these things meld. <laughs> <laughs> Mom! When it comes to the he movie, hit me because I called him a prick! 
obviously, uh, yeah, we're probably not going to yeah, delve no. into politics in, in uh, the TV series. <laughs> That's probably where most of their differences lie, but... <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Where'd your pop go? Gen X. Yeah, where's your uh, pop? He went to the Home Depot to fix the leak that's going on. <laughs> God damn it. He just, did, he he just, he just, leak. But you just pulled an Irish goodbye. Exactly. That fucker just dipped out on us. That fucker just dipped. I noticed he kind of started getting like a little bit further away like all the time. And now he's like, deuce bitches. And he just fucking yeah. left. He was like, he was like, if they close at 10, I got to go. <laughs> Because it's 9.30 here right now. So. Well, just tell him I miss him, and then I'll well, see him yeah, in a couple uh, months with, you know, when well, I bring the car out. Tell, so. tell him we love him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you got anything else? Uh, any, uh, uh, y'all got anything else to plug? Uh, plug it now. You got the floor. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm going to wrap yeah, it up after sh- that. Sh- yeah, I got a shameless plug to put in. Uh, <laughs> shameless. Get uh, it. This uh, floor is yours, Friday, brother. Friday, Saturday, it's Sunday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the 13th to the 15th and possibly the 16th also. Uh, we're going to be in Pittsburgh. We're, we meaning the guys, the fellows, warriors. We're going to be in Pittsburgh doing a show for three days. And uh, everybody's going to be there, including Remar. So everybody who's out there awesome. who hasn't got any signatures from Remar, um, now's the time to show up. <laughs> so that's that. And like I said, Pittsburgh, 13th through the 16th of, of August. We will be nice. there. So, I didn't even know about that. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, the, the guy just hit me. They hit me with stuff, and you know, since since I don't, you know, my brain is very slow. I look at stuff later on and go, "Damn, I got to do that today." So <laughs> What's it going to be like a Q and A type thing? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a signing. Uh, it's a Comic Con type thing. You said that's okay. we're going to have a signing there. Did you say that's in yeah, Pittsburgh? And then, uh, in Pittsburgh. Okay. Then okay. October Listen to me. 8th, Listen to me. Uh, look up. Yeah, look up the name. 8th, Look up the name. Yeah. I'm not making this up. <laughs> it's it's a Comic Con thing. I, I, I know. I but look up this name. Chris B. Stroken, capital B, capital S, Kager. C A G E R. What? Chris B. Stroken, <laughs> capital B, capital S. Uh, Chris, nobody wants to know what you be doing, okay? He be stroking. <laughs> and he was stroking. All right. I don't want to know about Chris he's, he's part. He's part of, he's part of a, a podcast called Creative Noise, and it's in Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. See what I'm getting? See what I'm doing here? You see what I'm fucking doing? I'm networking. Okay. You see what I'm doing? You see, see what I'm, I'm doing here? About. I'm fucking helping you. So, and, and I'll reach out to Chris also, and I'll let him know that you're going to get a hold of him uh, so he can promote cool. your show uh, as well and uh, maybe have you on. Yeah. Also, uh, in October 8th, 9th, and 10th, we're going to be at Charlotte. I guess that's what, North or South Carolina? I have no idea. North Carolina. North, okay. Gonna be at Charlotte. Yeah. So, that's the itinerary for us. Sweet. That's awesome. Cool. I love that it's coming back. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, it has. That's it awesome. Has. I'm I'm psyched for all you guys, and uh, I can't wait. Hit us up on this show. Um, I want to see a permission. pilot. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. do too. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, we're really trying our best to make this thing happen as soon as we possibly can. And uh, you know, once once we're able to, and once we're able to start filming, it's going to be awesome. Right now, it's just right. the uh, administrative kind of. Um, uh, for lack of a better word, bullshit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard. That's not what I like to you do. I like to write. I love thing. bureaucracy. I like everybody being the fucking way of what you're trying to do. <laughs> Especially when it comes to money. Give them the website and how to contact you again. Yeah, yeah. So we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Zucru2. And if you do want to support, again, any amount counts, trust me, even five bucks, uh, we're on PayPal. It's the same thing, at ZooCrew2. So uh, it, two is spelled T-W-O. 
And um, yeah, we're, we're just so grateful to have people that support. Thanks again, Cheryl, for she was our top contributor to our crowdfunding campaign. And she also hooked us up with all these podcasts. And I mean, it's just been great. It's, it's, it's been awesome to, uh, to know her and, and get her love and support and, and your love and support, you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Me? All right. All right. I'm going to close this out. Everybody everybody, hang out after I do this, and then uh, we'll talk after. Uh, give me a second. We'll talk in post. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're going to do that. All right. We don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, you can find My Worst Holiday at Patreon.com. That's right, fuckers. Give us some money. If it's, You're cheap bastards. God damn it. It's that easy. Just give us a little bit of money, a little bit of love. And I mean a little. It's so little. If it's a woman, uh, she wouldn't feel it. She really wouldn't feel it. <laughs> but anyway, I just need a little bit of love from you. A little bit helps. If you like any podcast. If you like any show that's independent of all, like, yeah, don't listen to fucking Dr. Phil's podcast. He's already got a fucking show. So uh, go ahead and just give me a little bit of money. It's cheap. It's easy. And with that being said, for the room, a room next to my bathroom in my basement, this has been my worst holiday. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night.